0: we indies are rebelling again. Gone are the days of publishing a book a month until we drop. And in its place are the seeds of a better way to rapid release. A way that feels incredible as we build a sustainable, lifelong author career that not only increases our visibility and royalties, but it's all done with intention and ease. If you're ready to buck the system and become the visionary authorpreneur I know you're meant to be, you've come to the right place. I'm Carissa Andrews, international best-selling indie author, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Well, hey there, guys. Welcome back to the Author Revolution Podcast. So here we are. It is February. I don't honestly know what happened in January. So I'm just going to roll with it that uh, February is here and we are going to rock and roll with this new month, the new energy that's happening, because what else are we going to do, right? <laughs> so I was having a chat with my lovely students inside of Rapid Release Roadmap last week. We had our monthly coaching call. And one of the things that came out of it was that January's word of the month seemed like foundations. And now for February, it seems like focus is going to be the word like we've got the foundations under control. We know what we have to do. Now it's time to put some focus and some energy into it and make our magic happen. Right. And so that is what I'm going to actually be doing. As we proceed throughout the month, we're going to be talking about February focus or focus February. I'm not quite sure how I'd like to say that. We'll see. <laughs> It'll evolve. I'm sure. But one of the things I want to talk about, you know, especially in light of the millionaire author mindset, the millionaire author revolution, all of those things, is how do we as indie authors work toward that goal? How do we make more money? Like, what is the way to manifest the thing that we are ultimately trying to do? And this morning, I was actually watching some videos by Mel Robbins, which was really super cool, because she marries up manifestation with science. And so she was talking a lot about manifestation as a form of, you know, almost neuroscience and in, in how it works when we are doing certain things, like we make our goal, we understand what our goal is, and how to trick our brains in order to continue to go forward enough to make all the magic happen. And one of the things she was talking about was, you know, when you set your intention for a specific goal, say it's a millionaire author career. To some of us, it feels super daunting. It's like writing a book for the first time. You know, you're, you're looking at this entirety of this massive monolithic set of words. Maybe you've never done it before. You're not sure if you can handle it. You're not sure if you can accomplish it. You're not sure how the process works. And so all of those thoughts start to mix together, and it creates resistance to do the thing. Well, the same thing goes for big goals. So when you don't know what the process is, and all you're trying to do is like manifest this thing. It seems nebulous. You're not quite sure how to, how to get from point A to point B. It's hard for you to figure out the how. And when I marry that information up with Amanda Francis, she talks a lot in there about how the, the how is not our responsibility. So in my Virgo mind, <laughs> that creates a little bit of tension because on one hand, I really love being able to relinquish the control, right? To be able to go, I want this thing. It is already mine. It is done. The steps are going to present themselves. We're going to make magic happen. But then the Virgo side of me hears Mel Robbins talking about how, technically, if you want to manifest something and you want to be powerful about it, you need to know what your steps are going to be so that you can take them appropriately. So, those two things kind of are at war with myself right now. But I like both. And I think both are very doable and very much a part of. The process. There's just like certain pieces that I think maybe different personalities resonate more with one side or the other. But regardless of which side you're on, I think it's important to know that there are kind of two theories of debate on how to manifest the future that you're looking for. And if you're like me, you know, kind of a control freak, you like to learn a lot of stuff, you are a perfectionist to a degree, maybe it feels really good to you to go, you know what, the how is not my responsibility. I am open to my millionaire author destiny presenting itself, I will follow the signs, and I will take action appropriately. Now with Mel Robbins, when she was talking, you know, the reason she wants you to visualize the process and the things that you're going to be doing in order to reach the goal is because when you have a process, when you understand where you're going, it's a lot easier, right? It's easier to manifest the thing. Think about it as plotting a book as well. I mean, when we know where we're going with plotting a book, it's so much easier, so much faster, right? So all of these things are kind of stewing in my brain. Hopefully I haven't lost you too much. But one of the things I want to do this month or this week for this particular podcast episode anyway, is I want to talk about how do we then go from maybe not earning a whole lot to doing, you know, the, the steps or to seeing the, the steps in front of us so that we are gradually, slowly getting there, or that we are making strides super fast getting there. It doesn't have to be slowly. I mean, honestly, I think a lot of people feel more at ease when it's slower. It doesn't feel like such a, a rush and such a, I don't know, cluster, I guess. There's not a, as much stress in, involved in the process. And, you know, there when I would think back to my beginnings, so Jenny, my PA, and I were talking about when she first started on my payroll, and and we were working together, and we were trying to figure out how to make this whole thing work, I was not earning a whole lot of money. I mean, we're talking like page reads, we're at like, maybe 10,000 for the month, like the month, guys, I do that in a day. (laughs) Now, it's craziness. And so what I did, though, is I made a leap, I took a leap, knowing that I can't do everything on my own. And I needed to be able to Relinquish a little bit of that control and allow her to help me. And I knew I couldn't afford a super ton in the beginning, and we've gradually increased that as my royalties have gone up. So this isn't one of the the steps, but there are five tips I want to talk about in how you can increase your royalties this month, how you can actually earn more this month. But I want you to be thinking about this. Think about the things that you could be doing. Maybe take a leap a little bit earlier than you think you can. You know, like perhaps hiring a PA and helping having them help you to reach your goal faster because trust me two people marketing your books is a lot better than just you doing it especially when you're trying to do all the other things on top of it okay so we've got all of that covered hopefully that makes sense and here's the thing i want you to be thinking about so if manifestation for you it feels a little nebulous or it feels like you have to know all the steps in order to make it happen or it feels like it's too out in the left field, like you don't have enough control, just know that there are two theories of thought. There are two ways to be able to manifest and neither one is wrong. I think it just goes to which one feels right to you. Ultimately, it comes down to you taking action. And both of it comes to inspired action. So whether you understand your process and you understand the steps that are coming next well in advance, or whether you are just open to the guidance of Things presenting themselves as you're doing it, both require you taking action and doing your part. So, that really is the ultimate goal. So, when it comes to earning that money this month, if you want to earn more, which I know you do because I do too, you have to think about ways in order to increase those royalties. And maybe if you're new, you haven't really played around with that a whole lot. Maybe you're not super familiar with how to increase your royalties or how to increase exposure to your books or how to you know market your books in a way that is really sustainable or powerful or tangible so i'm going to tell you a few of the ways so i've got 5 that are really i think beneficial and helpful to you in order to boost those rankings boost those royalties up this month and to help you to see some actual traction being gained okay so tip number one is I want you to test out some new ads. So in specific, I have been finding a lot of success by using the Amazon Advantage dashboard. And now if you don't know what this is, I'm thinking about doing a masterclass on it. I haven't taught it yet, but I do want to. But if you have the Advantage dashboard, it's a little bit different from the ad dashboard in your typical Amazon you know, KDP dashboard that is attached to it. it's different but it does allow you to do a couple of really cool things. Now, if you don't have it, the ads I want you to be focusing on this month are the brand ads. So if you have just the normal Amazon ads stuff set up and you're kind of familiar with how to work it, I want you to set up a couple of brand ads, especially if you have more than one book. If you only have one book, then you're gonna probably need to play around with more like product display ads or the sponsored product ads. But if you do have more than one book and maybe more than two books, I want you to be putting together brand ads to be able to help boost your engagement, boost your relevancy, boost the acknowledgement of what your brand looks like. If you have the Advantage Dashboard, I want you to look at retargeting ads. Those are the ones that I have found to be super, super powerful and ones that I will over and over again continue to recreate as I'm going forward. Now they do lose their efficiency as time goes on. So if you do like a retargeting ad for 30 days, sometimes they'll lose their efficiency because the 30 days have passed and it doesn't quite, I don't know if it doesn't quite connect or realize where it's going on or whatever. So I'll just rerun a a new ad. But both of them together, and if you can do both, I would do that. But both of them together are very powerful when it comes to brand recognition in Amazon. And now this past week, I was doing some tests where I shut off my Facebook ads and increased my Amazon ads using the Advantage dashboard. And I saw an increase in sales and page reads, even though I shut off my Facebook ads. So it's something to think about. and something to play around with. So that's tip number one. Test some new ads. It might work differently for you, though. Like If you're running Amazon ads and they're not getting traction, and you've never tried Facebook ads, try Facebook ads, try book bub ads, try something different that you haven't done yet in the ad category. Okay. That's ultimately the goal. Just try something new this month. Obviously you want to have a budget for it. Don't go crazy. Cause otherwise you kind of negate the whole earn more money part, right? <laughs> so be careful. But tip number two is to run some promo stacking. If you've heard me talk about this before, promo stacking is really beneficial when it comes to getting especially a series out there. So if you've got a series or two under your belt, you want some more uh, eyes on it, you want to get more sales, definitely think about looking at Freebook C, Bargain Book C, you know, ENT. There's a lot of different sites that do um, series ads and series promos for you. And they're super powerful when you combine all of your books together. I have a podcast episode that I want you to be going back and checking out. It's the one with David Gohren. Um, I believe it is episode 69, where we talk about promo stacking and how powerful they are. He has some really great references to which sites are the best to use to figure out how to go about doing promo stacking if you've never heard of it before, or if you just aren't sure, you know, which ones to stack up. So I definitely encourage you to go back to check out episode 69. It would be on authorrevolution.org forward slash 69. And definitely listen to it, get a feel for promo stacking, and think about implementing one this month. Then I want you to get some newsletter swaps. So number three, find newsletter swaps with brand new authors. Hopefully you've listened to my newsletter masterclass that I held last month where we were talking about having your newsletter go out every single week. And I know some of you are probably cringing if you didn't listen to that masterclass, but it is really important to be engaging with your audience on a weekly basis, not only because it helps them to view you as a person, and it gives you that no like trust factor, but also because it allows you to market things in different ways. And what I mean by that is, if you do a newsletter swap with another author, you have, you know, hypothetically, four or five different weeks, different opportunities to be able to swap with different authors information about your books. So find some newsletter swaps with new authors that you've never swapped with. If you haven't been swapping with the authors, this should be pretty easy. You can do that on BookFunnel. You can do it on Story Origin. You can join different Facebook groups and put your book up for a swap with different authors. There's lots of ways to go about doing it. But ultimately, I want you to get some new newsletter swaps and get them up and running so that people are seeing your books in other people's newsletters, because you will be surprised just how powerful being able to see your books in, you know, a different author's newsletter is. Especially if those readers really like that other author, they're going to trust that author, just like they're going to trust you when you're recommending their books. So it's a great way to get exposure and boost your stuff actually organically without having to pay any money out. So this is a great free option. All right, tip number four, I want you to join at least three group promos for every newsletter you send out. So if you're sending out those four to five newsletters a month, that is, you know, 12 to 15 different group promos that you're going to be putting your books in for the month, right? So you're going to have 12 to 15 different group promos, your book's going to be on there, that landing page for those promo sites. Typically, they're run through Story Origin, you can run them through Prolific Works or through Book Funnel. All three of those are really, really great to do group promos that put your book in basically like a, a genre category that allows readers who like, let's say, vampire books, (laughs) you can have them all, you know, joining this group promo. And if you like vampire books, you can download one for free, download a sample for free, go check them out on the sales page, because some of the sales pages actually lead them over to Amazon. Just depends on how the group promo is being run. But it gives you so much more brand exposure in your newsletter and in other's newsletters because think of all the different authors who are joining the group promo they're also sending out their newsletters or some of them will be sharing that stuff on their social sites and it gets you more exposure because you're in that group it's like going to someone's bookshelf and going oh these are all your your books on vampires and perusing all of them it's a really great another free opportunity assuming that you have book funnel story origin or prolific works in your arsenal all right, so tip number five, if you want to boost your royalties right now, and let's say you're working on a current work in progress, one of the things I have found ha- that has been really kind of a cool new way to do things, and I'm toying with the idea of doing this more, is I want you to think about starting a Kindle Vela story. Now, there's been a lot of people talking about the ins and outs of Vela and that it doesn't really get you a whole lot, whatever. It's fine. I mean, I can't say the royalties for the books themselves are super crazy awesome. Um, I'm in the process of writing Accidental Alpha. It's going to become Midlife Wolf Bite. It's launching as an actual book on March 4th. But I've been writing Alpha for a while. And it kind of, you know, I started it when Vela first came out. I was putting it in there and just kind of playing around with the idea of, you know, what does Vela look like? How is this going to operate? Does this work for the story that I was thinking I would like to write? And it's a different audience because it's midlife. You know, is this even going to work? Whatever. So when I was working on Immortals, I did put Accidental Alpha on the back burner and just to be able to finish it. And I saw, you know, obviously reads go down, things like that. It never earned a super ton where I was like, "Ooh, this is the most exciting thing ever." But right now, Amazon is still giving out bonuses for authors who are in the Kindle Villa platform. So even though I wasn't earning a super ton. When it came to the story reads that you know the actual chapter reads or whatever, I was earning a pretty decent amount, like we're talking anywhere from twenty bucks to a hundred bucks on my stories, and that's without putting a whole lot of effort into it. like I was putting out in the very beginning probably a chapter a week or a chapter every other week, and then I had a month and a half where i I didn't write anything at all, and so I was still earning though like fifty bucks because I had all of those other chapters you know already out there, those episodes. Well, now this month, because Immortals is finished, and that's, you know, moved on, and now I'm in the process of doing other things, my focus is on Accidental Alpha. And so I've been writing two to three chapters a week, and I'm seeing the readership rise. I actually earned a whopping $4, but that's a lot in Kindle Vella money, let me tell you. And so it'll be interesting to see what my royalties look like next month, because I've put in more effort into the Kindle Vella story. And the cool thing too, if you're not familiar, or if you're not aware, is that Kindle Vela, originally when it first came out, they didn't want you to be able to have your Vela story you know, running as an episode in their platform and have it in book format. You basically were supposed to you know, shut everything down on Kindle Vela. It had to wait a month and then you can launch it through you know, Amazon KDP as you know, a KU book or whatever. They have since changed the guidelines on that. And you can have your book in both places. The only caveat is that your story has to, like, once you put it out as a book, you have to let them know, like in a little footnote at the bottom, saying, hey, this is also published as a serial as Accidental Alpha, for instance, you know, FYI, and that's it. So you can be published in both places at both times. And so that's what I'm going to be doing with Accidental Alpha. It's transitioning, like I said, into midlife wolf bite. It's a 40-year-old woman who gets bit and becomes the PAX Alpha, so it's kind of fun. and. So as this happens, the accidental alpha becomes the series title. And that's how I'm kind of working this whole thing. But I've earned a lot more from it than I would have if I was just sitting on it, writing it and not doing anything with it, right? If it's just sitting on my Scrivener documents, and I'm not, you know, posting it anywhere, and I'm not doing anything with it, it's not earning me any money. So if you want to earn something quickly, and probably get some decent feedback on your story in real time, I would recommend checking out Kindle Villa and I would recommend, you know, posting up some of those stories and getting them flowing so that, number one, it gives you some accountability, but it also brings in that influx of money that maybe you didn't have before. So those are my tips that I want you to be implementing this month, the focused tips to be able to earn more money this month as an author. They are the tips that I used, well, other than Kindle Vella, they're the tips that I used when I was first trying to get Pandamas to become an international bestseller. Before I even knew what promo stacking was, that's what I was doing. And I was trying to understand Amazon ads, and I was trying to implement new things and think of new ways to reach readers in new and fun kind of situations, right? I think sometimes we get kind of stuck in this mindset of we don't know what to do, so we're not going to do anything. So, hopefully, by hearing these tips, by understanding some of the actions that you can take because you didn't understand maybe the process before or you didn't understand it as deeply, hopefully, this is giving you now some steps, some intentional guided actions that you can take. So, consider this your divine guidance to make some magic happen. These are the steps, like I said, that I want you to take. And I know that you're going to see some great results from all of them or at least some of them. I know that at least one of them is going to produce more sales for you this month than you've seen in the past. I want you to go forth and make that happen. I want you to let me know how it turned out. So make sure that you either email me or come over to one of the social sites like TikTok or Facebook and let me know if you've implemented any of these five strategies to be able to increase your royalties because I would love to hear how it went. And like I said. I want you to think about getting on the Advantage dashboard if you can. And if you're not quite sure how to make that happen, just stay tuned because I will be probably doing uh, a masterclass on how to handle this in the near future. Otherwise, just use your normal Amazon ads dashboard that you've got available through KDP. I want you to be using and utilizing your newsletter every single week. And if you don't have a newsletter yet, get signed up, my friends, (laughs) get signed up. And if you're not quite sure how to make that happen, make sure to watch the replay of my newsletter masterclass from last month, because that will help you. I will make sure that there is a link in the show notes. And of course, when it comes to promo stacking, no one does it better. No one explains it better than David Gohren. So make sure you check out episode 69. All right, those are your goals. Those, that's your focus for this week. Next week, there will be a different thing to focus on. But for this week, I want you to implement this. All right, I'm going to make sure that the transcript and all of the show notes are available for you over at authorrevolution.org forward slash 118. I hope you have had a great week. I hope February is going to kick off with some intense, amazing, incredible realties boosting up. I know you're a millionaire. Author Destiny is right around the corner, and you just need to keep going one step at a time. All right, you know how to make it happen. Go forth. And start your author revolution. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people. Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality.